Hey y'all. Hey. Welcome back to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. Um, it's good to be back and how about did not know that last um, last week was our, our anniversary for Such a Lady so I'm trying to come up with some ideas to you know do something special some giveaways um because i didn't know like i didn't so why y'all didn't remind me listen y'all gotta do better <laughs> see how i put it off on y'all uh, but no so happy anniversary to such a lady yay we did it um barely no i'm just playing y'all <laughs> no but thank you to you all who continue to keep tuning in to the new people who are just now tuning in to the people who listened to the episode and didn't like the way my voice sounded. I don't care how you found me. I don't care how you got here. We just thank you for being here. So thank you for tuning in to such a lady. And um, I just thank you for just being you guys. So, hey, let's get into it. Now, our next love story gone wrong takes place in Milwaukee with a young lady in love named Portia Humphrey. Now, um, Portia was sentenced on March the 23rd of 2018 to nine years in prison after she uh, pled guilty to second degree reckless homicide in the murder of her ex-boyfriend, Lauren High. Um, now, I, I definitely rest in peace to him. Um, I love the name Lauren. I definitely do. Had never heard of a guy named Lauren before, but you know, I got used to it while doing the research, but I definitely, it took me a minute because I was like, Lauren is the guy, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I had to keep reminding myself, but yeah, Lauren is the guy. And so um, now Lauren was known as a ladies man, but the people closest to him would say that he was trying to fill a void that came from his mother passing away when he turned 18 from a massive heart attack. So um, a lot of his friends were saying, you know, and a lot of them would say, you know, he was a really good person. He was a really, really good friend. He just had an issue with women. And, you know, some, I mean, we all have our vices. I guess that was his vice. Um, he eventually met a young lady named Natasha and the two of them would uh, end up having two children, uh, two children together. And even in that aspect, um, friends and family would say that he prayed with his daughters. He read stories to them. He was a great, great father, but he just wasn't the best boyfriend. And so him and Natasha ended up splitting ways. And, you know, Lauren is at this time deciding he's going to just do his own thing. He's just dating women, sometimes three women at a time, sometimes, you know, you know, just whatever he wants to do. Lauren Lauren is going to be who Lauren is. And um, and I, you know what? It's totally fine if you want to date other people. I say this all the time. I just think that you have to be clear with the people that you're dating and let them know what your expectations are. Like, I would definitely appreciate it if a man would tell me, hey, listen, you know what? I'm not ready to settle down right now, so I'm dating a lot of women. I would appreciate him telling me that. Will we keep talking? Absolutely not. Because right now, I don't want to talk to someone who has multiple women. You know what I mean? And now, it would be different if, you know, 
he said, you know, right now I'm dating. And then, you know, but it's nothing serious. But when you have somebody telling you, uh, I don't plan on settling down and I'm going to date different women and either you can get on board or you don't have to. I appreciate you being up front with me, but I get the choice to say that's something I don't want to do. So I just think that a lot of times that um, people just aren't honest about their intentions. And I think that this is how a lot of these stories end up going wrong because a lot of the time people aren't honest with who they're with. Um, but I'm getting all off topic. Okay, so anyway. So him and Natasha, they break up and him and Natasha, they decide that they're going to co-parent and they're going to try to be friends. And I think that that's great because, you know, once you break up with somebody, you know, you start remembering all the bad stuff that they did. But they said that they were going to try to, you know, co-parent and do things uh, together and try to remain friends and kudos to them. Well, um, Lauren ends up moving on and he's dating and he ends up meeting Portia. Now, Portia Humphrey is, I, I, you know how they say somebody meets their match? From everything that I've read, um, Portia was just as much a smooth talker as Lauren because she got the Playboys to actually settle down with her. Um, Portia had seen her own fair share of, you know, trials. Her mother had actually murdered her father in front of Portia. And so her mother was in prison. So this was something that um, Portia had to live with. And so Portia's friends would say that she was also trying to fill a void with men. Um, And so they connected on that level as far as both of them um, missing their parents, you know what I mean? At a young, losing their parents at a, at a young age. Um, so they fell in love and they fell fast and they fell hard. And um, even Lauren, Lauren's friend said that he talked about marriage with Portia and he really really liked her he thought she had a good head on her shoulder she took care of her children she was 29 uh, she had four kids um but after about a year and a half of the two of them being together um they started getting into more fights um you know the, the I guess what they say the honeymoon stage was over um one of the friends stated that uh Lauren had liked a post on Facebook and when he liked the post on Facebook, it caused him and Portia to get into a argument. Like, this is a huge argument. So bad that the couple ends up breaking up. And so, again, when you date somebody who is a person that dates a lot of other women, then you got to be okay with that. Especially if you know going into it that he is a ladies' man, then you kind of got to be okay with him liking posts on Facebook you know what I mean because that's just who he is um I know a lot of people who are just as like you like a post on Facebook he gonna like a post on Facebook you comment she gonna comment so you know it's kind of like I'm gonna match you and what you doing I'm gonna match your energy that's what they say but um I don't want to match your energy I don't want to do that no more (laughs) like for real I don't want to match your energy I do not I want you to 
act right. Just just act right. That's all you got to do. Just act right. And then we ain't got to worry about matching nobody's energy. I don't want to have to be in a relationship where we arguing over Facebook posts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want... It's... This ain't even about me, y'all. Let me... Jesus. Let me get back on topic. Okay, so anyway. They break up over this Facebook post. And they're... Uh, they're they say they're going to remain friends. Now, listen. Let me tell you. Lauren is I he's very handsome now I will I will make sure that I post a picture of Lauren and Portia on the um Instagram such a lady 30 go over there and see the pictures and comment and tell me how you like the episode but yeah he was a very handsome young man um and I'm pretty sure he knew it like you don't just well no not nowadays you nowadays these men out here have all the nerve. Listen, could be as ugly as the day they came out and still will try to play. Listen, and don't give them a chance. Don't don't be like, okay, well, you know what? He got a nice personality, so I'm giving him a chance. Do not, sis, listen to me. Because you're going to be mad at yourself. You're going to be mad at yourself because A, you know he ugly. <laughs> and then B, on top of that, um, he played you so then you're gonna be like and then your ugly tail had the nerve so i'm just saying if you like somebody like them all the way don't settle time out for settling no uh-uh. don't, don't settle don't settle because then you end up mad because he ugly and he cheated on you but lauren lauren i must say lauren was a very handsome young man um so when him and portia broke up it was they were saying we're gonna be friends but they still mess with each other um but lauren was still messing with other people too because by this time he had a new girlfriend her name was suzette bourgeois i like that listen suzette bourgeois i like the way that rolls off my son yeah i like i like that name I, i i said it a lot so anyway he meets suzette bourgeois and she's doesn't stay in Milwaukee she's out of state and so she's in Georgia and they're having this long distance relationship and she's saying that um you know they're together and he's telling her they're together but you know Lauren just kind of do his own thing well one day it was a Super Bowl and Suzette was like hey I can't get a hold of him and I guess they talked every night and I guess it had been three days and she, she hadn't heard from him. So she called one of his really, really good friends, Curtis Peterson, and she asked him, hey, look, can you go check on him because I haven't heard from him? Now, mind you, Curtis and Suzette both said that um, Lauren suffered from depression dealing with his mother passing away. And a lot of the times when it came around that time, when she did pass away he would like just go into a mood and I mean you know a lot of people do it you know like if somebody passed away around the holidays or you know um just anything if you lost a loved one during Thanksgiving then you might not want to celebrate Thanksgiving because it reminds you of something and it puts you in your depressed so I mean apparently Lauren at apparently Lauren was in a state of depression during this time so Suzette knew it and also his friend Curtis knew it so Curtis is like listen I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna check on him and I'm gonna see if everything's okay so he goes over there 
He's knocking on the door, and Curtis is like, listen, I know that Lauren don't always answer the phone for everybody, but he usually answers the phone for me. Like, And if I call back, he's going to answer the phone. But he wasn't answering the phone. And because his girlfriend, Suzette Bouzouroy, had reached out to him, he was like, let me get over here. So he goes over there. He looks in the window. He can't see anything. He ends up breaking into the house. Um, now he says, of course, you know, what it wasn't a break in, but he gets in the house because, you know, he wants to make sure his friend's okay. So he goes in and he says that he sees him on the floor and he thinks that he was just drinking and he passed out. But when he goes to touch him, he's stiff and he knows that he's dead. But his first reaction is that he had um, killed himself because remember, he was a little sad and depressed. And so, um, the police come and they find they determine that he was shot in the chest with the gun so there's no gun there so they determined that it couldn't have been a suicide but it's really really cold in this house like it's cold cold and if you all are crime he's like i am then you know that um a lot of the times when someone kills someone they will um make it cold in there because it takes longer for them to determine when or how long the person had passed away so because it was so cold in there the police had determined well they thought that um lauren had been killed on february the 3rd through the 5th and they had also come to that conclusion because they had spoken with the neighbor and the neighbor said that oh hey yeah listen on the 3rd of february i remember seeing lauren outside and I remember talking to him. And so the police decide, okay, well, February the 3rd has to be the date that he was killed. And so that's what they're going on. And so um, they get in touch with Suzette because she is, of course, his girlfriend. And she was the one who asked Curtis to go over there to check on him. So um, when she talks to them, she tells them, well, listen, you know, it's this chick named Portia who's, you know, she kind of, you're kind of crazy and I don't you know y'all probably need to check into that and the police are like why would you say that and she's like well I was on the phone one time with um Lauren and she was banging on the door and she wouldn't stop and then finally they open up the door and let her in and she was like I gotta go to the bathroom now Suzette says that she was on FaceTime when this happened well when she gets off of um when uh, Portia comes out the bathroom Portia's naked and she's laying on the couch and so (laughs) Suzette is saying that she's watching all this on FaceTime so Portia is like I listen I'm gonna get what I want because she wasn't apparently she was not done with Lauren um now Lauren I so here's the thing about Lauren because okay Lauren is with Suzette now and he's telling Suzette that okay, well, you know, Portia's still after me and she's coming over here and she, you know, crazy leaves clues. So if she coming over here acting a fool, I don't know if I still want to be with you, Lauren. Um, She seems like crazy and it seems like y'all will need to be toxic together. But apparently Suzette didn't mind. She stayed with him. And um, he said that that was the last straw with Portia. So he was done with her, like completely done with her. So then um, that, that, raises a red flag to the police but while the police are on the scene they um 
a, a lady named Casey comes up to them and is like, hey, listen, um, Suzette and nor Portia was his girlfriend at this time. Like, he had another girlfriend. So then it was a third person that the police was like, well, how do we, like, dang, how many chicks do this man got? And so they go and they talk to um, the the girl who is supposed to be the new girlfriend. Now, mind you, you know, we watch TV and so they make stuff seem like it comes back as quickly as possible. But they did find, there was some evidence in the house when they did find Lauren. There was a... Um, uh, little piece of glass with white powdery substance on it and it had a thumbprint on it so they sent that out to the lab they also sent out for phone records but you know this stuff takes a little while to come back it's not coming back like tomorrow um you know they have to send it off and it's a process so while this is being sent off and they're waiting on it to come back they the police still have work they have to do and so they're investigating these people and so they do find out that um he does there is another lady in his life and they go to talk to her but then they find out that Lauren has a gun and his gun's name was Betty and they can't find Betty okay so he's dead it's not a suicide and they can't find Betty and they don't know whether it's Suzette they don't know whether it's um Portia or they don't know if it's the new girlfriend um and so they talk to the new girlfriend and she tells them well listen I was over his house on January the 31st and I stayed the night with him and I left that morning which would have been February the 1st and so the police show her a picture of the crime scene and stuff like that and they say does anything look out of place is anything there that wasn't there before and she's like yeah that piece of glass wasn't there before with that white stuff on there that wasn't there before and so the police are like well basically she's the last person that we that we know saw him alive and she's saying it and so um she tells them where she was at and they are like okay well you're on the list as well and so they keep looking because at this time they still need to talk to Portia so they they finally get this is what I'd be saying listen if you ain't about that life, you is not about that life. Don't try to be about that life. And I think the last episode we were talking about how a lot of people plan for the murder, but not for anything afterwards. <laughs> I think this is what happened to Portia because Portia gets called in and she was doing too much. She gets called in and the police are asking her questions and they're just asking at this point. They're not trying to arrest her. They're just trying to get information. And homegirl just starts pulling out receipts. Like, hey, look, I was here on February the 1st on this day, yada, yada, yada. And she has like detailed receipts. And of course this draws like red flags are popping out to the detectives. Like what, why is she like, we didn't ask you all this. Like, what are you doing? And she's giving away way too much information. Listen, if y'all gonna kill somebody, don't give away too much information. Too much information is how y'all gonna get caught. Thank me later. Don't kill nobody, but thank me later if you decide to. Because too much information is how you gonna get caught. Because remember, the neighbor said that the last time that he saw um, Lauren was on February the 3rd. So the police are have a time frame from February the 3rd to the 5th. Now they got Portia and her pulling out receipts 
<laughs> if receipts was a Porsche, was a person Porsche, they got uh, Porsche out here pulling out receipts for February the first. Now, mind you, um, the the new girlfriend said that she was with him January the thirty first into February the first, and that was the last time she saw or talked to him. The last time Suzette had talked to him was before February the first. So now they're looking at Portia like, let's wait on these phone records to come back. So the phone records come back and um, it's determined that Portia's phone had registered off of the towers by Lauren's house over a hundred times between the hours of 7.25 p.m. and then 11.25 p.m on February the 1st, the date that she had all these receipts. Got all these receipts and you still got caught. Um, now, mind you, another thing that got her caught was because Lauren's new girlfriend told the police that he was um, talking to her and he told her that he was going to have a much-needed conversation with his ex-girlfriend that night. Wish him well. Now, listen, Lauren had the gift of gab. I'm not going to lie to y'all because, listen... So Suzette was on the phone with him and Portia then got naked and was laying on the couch. Suzette stayed with him. Okay, the new girlfriend. He tells her that he's going to go have a much needed conversation with the ex-girlfriend. She texts him. He's not texting back. She says, well, I guess it must be going well if you haven't responded to me yet. That's called for what y'all over there doing. Because <laughs> I know that would be me. But first of all, the the, the flags was flagging there. Like, you, what, what y'all need to talk for? An ex for a reason? Bye. Listen, you better, you better send her a pigeon in a bottle. I don't know what to tell you. If, if y'all need to talk and y'all ain't together no more, then we don't need to talk and we not together no more. <laughs> no, okay. I'm just kidding, y'all. This is serious, but um y'all know how we do over here so no uh but anywho so they had the phone record showing that Portia was at the house they had during the time that now that they know that he passed away and because it was so cold in there so they have the phone records with Portia being at the house they also have the evidence from the ex-girlfriend showing that um he was gonna go talk to Portia they have text messages where um, Lauren and and Portia have been talking back and forth all day saying that they were going to um, meet up and have a conversation. And so it was like the puzzle pieces were starting to add up. And, um, and of course, you know, you don't have to have the smoking gun, but if you have enough pieces of evidence that equal up to smoking gun and that's circumstantial evidence thing you know you can take it to trial but then remember there was that white there was that piece of glass that was on the couch so it finally comes back and the dna shows that that thumbprint belongs to portia so like at this point portia is up the creek without a paddle ain't that what they say and I mean, everything is pointing at her. So she decides, you know, at this point, she doesn't have any choice but to plead guilty. And at first they were trying to charge her with first degree murder. And then they ended up um, getting her to plead to second degree 
reckless um, homicide. But here's the thing. She only got nine years in prison and then she got six years um, out supervised. And based on everything that I read, it was more so because they didn't know exactly what happened. I mean, when she got, I mean, she said that when she got there, he told her, she told him that she wanted to learn how to shoot a gun. And he was teaching her how to shoot Betty. Now, mind you, if we exes and we talking about how to put the past in the past, if ever there was a time that we gonna be playing with a gun, it's not gonna be at this time. Emotions is gonna be way too high. I'm gonna shoot you, you gonna shoot me, something bad is gonna happen. Um, But she said that they were, he was just showing her how to play with the gun. Well, okay, now we don't even know where the gun is at and he's dead. So make it make sense. And it wasn't making sense. And so that's what they told her. Hey, listen, you can take this to trial, but it's not like the math ain't mathing. So you gonna have to come up with something else. And so that's when she finally was like, okay, I'll go ahead and take the plea. And she got the nine years in prison. Um, she was 31 when she was sentenced. So, I mean, she's, and I mean, if she's good behavior, she's probably not going to spend those full nine. And even if she does, that's still not, I mean, that's still not a long time. I mean, Lauren's girls still don't have their dad. I mean, they, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, and that's the reason why I'm so, again, attracted to these stories is because just one moment changes everyone's lives that one moment that she went over there and I and I mean I could be wrong but I feel like she knew what she was doing when she went over there I mean she was already escalating the friends were saying that she was already doing things to let it be known that she didn't she wasn't done with the relationship so um but I but of course you you don't ever think that somebody is going to take it to the point of killing you so and I don't think that Lauren thought that she was going to do that either because I'm sure if he thought that he wouldn't have said hey let's meet up um so even if she did or even if she didn't plan on going over there to kill him it ended up happening and now she's in jail he's he's gone his daughters don't have the father his family doesn't have you know their nephew like everybody's life has changed in the blink of an eye and so um it's just crazy and so that's why we we do such a lady just just to know and and then here's the crazy part this is what baffles my mind all the time is that they only knew each other for a year and a half so you are going to be in jail for nine years and then six years supervised um then six years you're going to be on probation and that's you're going to be in jail longer than you even knew the person that you killed like that's that's the crazy part i mean you know that's oh wow anywho so that was our next love story gone wrong um and i'm excited to beat you guys back here next monday to talk about our next love story um gone wrong and if you guys have any comments questions leave me a message if you if you have any stories you want me to tell listen i'm i'm here for y'all let me know meet me over at such a lady 30 on um, Instagram and such a lady on Facebook and hey chat with me give me some ideas like what what, what do you all want so we can um, celebrate our anniversary I'm excited you guys should be too 
So how about this? I'll catch you all next week. And don't forget to be great on purpose. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you.